In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as we're on the cusp of a weekly golden cross, which is looking pretty bullish. Also, breaking news just in, Van Eck predicts that the spot Bitcoin ETFs will be approved and that Bitcoin will hit a new all-time high in 2024. Send it and let's freaking go. We're also gonna be discussing the Bitcoin hodl waves as 2020 bull market buyers now control 16% of the supply. Also in today's show, if I was the government, I'd close down crypto and Bitcoin, according to JP Morgan CEO, Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond, and more FUD just in from US Senator Elizabeth Warren, claiming that North Korea is using Bitcoin and crypto to fund half of its nuclear weapon programs. They're getting pretty desperate, as you can see. Also in today's show, a mini parabolic Bitcoin run could be shaping up, according to the analyst who called the 2021 crypto collapse. I'll be sharing his target, and it's going to be a pretty lit target, just FYI. Also, Apollo Crypto is now predicting that the Bitcoin price will reach $200,000 per cycle. We'll be breaking down why. Also, breaking news from the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. He says, Russia and the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and Iran will start doing deals in Bitcoin. Qatar knows this and is pulling the trigger on a huge Bitcoin buy for their sovereign wealth fund, which can spark a $100,000 Bitcoin god candle. Send it. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. But without further ado, let's dive into our market watch as we do each and every day to kick off the show. We got Bitcoin correcting after tapping a new local high for the year of 44,500 on the major exchanges. We're currently sitting above 43,275, but down almost 2% on the day. So a very humble, modest correction. We have Ether breaking out now above 2,300. This may be the highest price action of Ether I have seen in almost two years. Uh, BNB is breaking out, Solana, Cardano, and XRP. Many of the cryptos are in the green, but some are also in the red, clearly. And they say, when in doubt, zoom out. Let's look on the seven-day. Bitcoin's now up over 14% on the week. Ether up 15%. And ADA up 45, uh, not 45, but 18%. And zooming out on the monthly, Bitcoin's up a whopping 23%. We're probably now close to up to 175% uh, on the year. So congratulations to all the Bitcoin hodlers. We got Ether up 23% on the month. Solana up 56%. And ADA up 24%. While BNB and XRP are both down roughly 10% on the month. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. We're still sitting above 1.6 trillion market cap, which is pretty much the height of the year. The all-time high market cap we breached back in November of 2021 was roughly 3 trillion. So we're more than halfway there. And we're currently sitting just under 70 billion worth of volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance has reclaimed 53%. Ether dominance back on the rise at 17.6%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. Helium leading the pack up 23% on the day and up 80% on the week. Then we have uh, Genosis up 17% on the day, followed by Bonk, 
<laughs> up 17% on the day and 144% on the week. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please do let me know. And are we currently in an alt season considering the alts are up so much over the past few months? Let me know that as well. And we'll check out Crypto Bubbles, get a visual perspective of the overall market right now. This is on the daily. You can see HNT, WeMix, GNO, and OP leading the pack. Some of the biggest losers are Ordi, but Ordi is still up like 800% on the month. One of the top gainers in crypto, actually, but doing a little bit of a correction. We have BTT, which I believe is BitTorrent, up 21%. Zooming out on the weekly, virtually everything crushing. Ordi leading the pack, 160%. And zooming out on the monthly, Good Lord, uh, still up 365%. The other day it was still up 800%. Celestia up 322%. Massive gains. That's why I ask you, are we currently in alt season? Good Lord, this is not normal. We saw nothing like this this entire bear market for the past couple of years. But checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 72 in greed. Yesterday a 72, last week a 74, and last month a 68 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are pretty stoked about the current trajectory and price action and where we're sitting in the market? Please do let me know. But anyways, fam, let's now tap into some Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the chart where the price action is likely to go next because a golden cross is looming. And this is a pretty big deal. So a cheers again. Welcome, everyone. Bitcoin is lining up an early bull market as a unique chart feature plays out for the first time in Bitcoin history. Let's go. Check it out. Bitcoin goes from death cross to golden cross in 10 months. Uh, recent Bitcoin price upside delivered considerable profits to various Bitcoin investor cohorts. We're up 165% year to date. Not too shabby. Again, congratulations to all my long-term Bitcoin hodlers. Uh, now, I believe 91% of all Bitcoin holders are in profit as well, as I shared with you yesterday on the show. Now, should current performance continue, Bitcoin will witness a crossover of two weekly moving averages, which have never delivered such a bull signal ever before. I'm telling you, fam, unprecedented times. Let's get it. The 50-week and the 200-week moving averages are the key trend lines for Bitcoin traders and analysts alike. The latter is the ultimate bear market support level and has so far never decreased in value ever. The 200-week moving average first made headlines earlier in the year when the spot price fell below it in an unprecedented move, but now back above it, the Bitcoin price strength is on its way to taking the 50-week moving average trend line above the 200-week counterpart known as the golden cross. Let's go. So on the lower time frames, this is considered a classic bullish signal. And for this analyst, the impetus is that considerable upside could be in store should this phenomenon play out. Quoting the analyst here, this bear market was the worst in that we spent time under the 200-week moving average for the first time in Bitcoin's history. And that 200-week moving average is this red line you can see in this chart. He also says the 50-week moving average will now soon cross back above the 200-week moving average, making the golden cross for the first freaking time. Could this be just a early bull market? Send it and let's get it. Now, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView suggests Bitcoin could even achieve this golden cross before the end of this year, giving us three weeks to make this major move before entering into 2024, which will absolutely be a massive year for the bull. Now, let's discuss some price predictions and during. Can we be swiftly marching up? The current local high again for the year is 44,500. We hit as high as 45,000 temporarily on Coinbase, but all the other major exchanges, the top was 44. Four, five. So that's the line in the sand right now, fam. Some believe that the buyer momentum is exhausted and that powerful large volume sellers are still able to drive the market 
significantly lower. According to Crypto Chase, who revealed a short Bitcoin position as Bitcoin crossed 43, what comes next, he warned, could involve a trip all the way down to $20,000. Now, personally, I think that is very unlikely. I'd maybe give it a 10% scenario, 90% probability that we're unlikely to ever visit this low ever again. But let me know your thoughts, fam. I'm going to read you his analysis nonetheless. I have not changed my bias. I am still bearish from the 40s, looking from the low 30s or even the low 20s before the new all-time high. And that's where I am at the moment. And there's other analysts as well. Capo, probably the biggest bear of them all this market. He's still maintaining that 12,000 is Bitcoin's true buy bottom target. Now, I think that is absolutely insanity. I don't agree with that. I'd give that probability maybe a 1% chance. I think we're more likely to hit a million dollars uh, then go back down to 12,000. But let me know your thoughts, uh, crypto fam. And uh, what are your predictions for end of the month price predictions, meaning a cycle peak for December? Holla at your boy. Appreciate y'all. We still got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the huddle waves and what this chart is looking like right now. But also breaking news, Van Eck, a major asset manager, predicting that the spot ETF will be approved and that Bitcoin will hit that new all-time high in 2024. I think that's a given, but it feels good to hear these major asset managers also be announcing what we already know is going to happen. But now let's discuss some of these hodl waves, shall we? Bitcoin gained a new generation of hodlers in the past three years as stubborn investors refused to sell. So congrats to all my stubborn investors, aka long-term hodlers. Data from the popular hodl waves metric shows that those who bought Bitcoin in late 2020 are still sitting on their coins. How many of you were in Bitcoin in 2020, do let me know. Bitcoin's longer-term investor cohorts, also known as long-term hodlers, are in no mood to decrease their exposure despite the 2023 bull run. Massive shout-out to Zero Dollar. I appreciate the super chat. He says facts. Let's go. Hodlways, which groups the Bitcoin supply by the time elapsing since each coin last move, shows a particular age band growing considerably. Over the past year, since the bear market bottomed in late 2022, unmoved coins in two to three years have increased their presence within the overall supply considerably. Last December, the group accounted for more than 8% of the supply, and now its share is more than 15%. Put it another way, those who bought Bitcoin between December of 2020 and December of 2021 within that one-year range have resisted the urge to engage in mass profit taking. That's right, because we're in this for the long haul. So it's safe to say it's because we understand the true nature of Bitcoin and what's about to come down the pipeline. Now the realized cap huddle waves, which shows the relative weighted value of the coin cohorts, also reveals the biggest gain in the percentage of the total realized cap coming from two to three year old coins. And another super coming from Ima Rez, thank you, says from Nigeria, flying to the moon, rather jump into the hell. I'm with you. Thank you for the support, fam. You're too kind as well. Bitcoin is nonetheless up now close to 170% year to date, according to data from Cointelegraph and TradingView, making hodlers resilience no mean feat. Let's go. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-week candle chart. How many green candles you see? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. That's right. It's been lit this fourth quarter, fam. Shout out Philip Swift. We've had him uh, on the show here before we've interviewed him. Uh, creator of Statistics Resource, looking to the Bitcoin. Uh, Philip Swift, which hosts the HODL Ways, frequently comments on the light or the long-term HODLer phenomenon as seasoned investors become more entrenched in their positive or positions, my bad, over time. Bitcoin's one-year HODL wave has hardly budged so far, he shared. Long-term Bitcoiners are not selling their coins until we go. 
way higher. Amen. How many of you agree with that sentiment? Let me know. Now, speculators are on the back foot. This is the group which consists of the long-term hodlers, which are short-term hodlers, or speculators, which has, by contrast, up the profit taken over the past week. As reported, Bitcoin passing 40,000 trigger a snap sell response from these entities, which sold off four and a half billion of Bitcoin in a matter of days. This had little impact on spot markets in an environment where long-term hodlers already control more of the supply than ever before. That's right. Per data from Glassnode, the figure stood at 14.9 million Bitcoin as of December 6th, that was yesterday, slightly below the all-time high of almost 15 million, where 76% of the supply, which we've seen back on November 28th. So there you have it. How many of you are long-term hodlers and not selling? Let me know. Thanks again, Ima. I appreciate the supers. Uh, next, let's discuss this Jamie Dimon FUD along with this Senator Elizabeth Warren FUD. Clearly, they're panicking to be talking such reckless nonsense. So yeah, Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan Chase says, if I was the government, I'd close crypto down. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't close it down, big dog. And you already know that. He's not stupid. He's just an actor playing the role because what did uh, Shakespeare once say? The world is a stage. Here we go. JP Morgan Chase Chair and CEO Jamie Dimon told several US lawmakers that if he had the authority in the government, he would try to shut it down. Well, give him the authority and let him try because it's a joke. In December 6th, the hearing of the Senate Banking Committee on Oversight of Wall Street Firms, Diamond responded to the questioning from Senator Elizabeth Warren, who claimed North Korea funded much of its missile program using proceeds of crypto crime, in addition to funding Hamas. The JP Morgan Chase CEO said he had always deeply opposed to crypto, associating digital assets with criminals and drug traffickers. Meanwhile, you point a finger at crypto, you got 10 fingers pointing right back at JP Morgan Chase and Jamie Dimon, because he is known to have paid over 38 billion in fines over the course of however many years for getting caught money laundering and manipulating precious metal markets, for example. So this is a con artist you're looking at. He is no different, in my humble opinion, than Bankman Freed. The major difference, he has higher friends in higher places, and they allow this criminal activity. That's the major difference. What are your thoughts? The JP Morgan Chase CEO testified before the Senate committee alongside CEO of Wells Fargo, Bank of America, all the legacy banking cartels, right? Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, you name it. And he previously referred to cryptos as decentralized Ponzi schemes. Then why is he investing in it, right? So for him to call it Ponzi, fraud, it's only for criminals. Well, you're the criminal because he's already heavily invested into crypto and he has been for years. Now, Warren questioned the other CEOs on whether the crypto firms should be subject to the same anti-money laundering rules that US banks are obligated to uphold, to which all responded in the affirmative. Now, a spokesperson for the crypto education focus organization, Cedar Innovation Foundation, said Warren's claims reveal the lack of understanding of blockchain tech, quoting them here. It is misleading to claim that crypto facilitates illicit finance any more so than traditional fiat currency. These statements by Senator Warren and the bank CEOs are direct recognition of the promise of crypto, decentralized finance, and blockchain tech as a direct threat to the traditional financial system. Boom, bada boom, bada bing. Hit the nail on the head right there. It's a direct threat to them, hence why they're fudding it. 
Bitcoin decapitates the head off the central bankers. They're the central banking cartel. They're a part of it. The Massachusetts senator has been a vocal opponent of crypto in the U.S. government, often linking crypto transactions to terrorism and pushing for legislation aimed at cutting down on illicit use of digital assets. In the wake of the October 7th attack by Hamas on Israel, many lawmakers in the U.S. supported Warren's efforts, which we all know is nothing more than FUD. They're trying so desperately right now to basically suppress the price action and they're not doing a good job clearly because bitcoin's doing its own thing and no matter how much you go after it go ahead and attack it it's just gonna rise that much stronger we have the strongest security of all networks of the world which is the bitcoin network right? Uh, the hash rate continues soaring, hitting new uh, all-time highs like clockwork. And also wanted to read this to you here. Here's the lady. She's making the rounds on the news. Uh, Elizabeth Warren claiming North Korea is using Bitcoin and crypto to fund half of its nuclear weapons program, continuing to spread FUD. She also recently said she warned her son, or no, that was Christine Lagarde who said uh, spreading FUD. I told my son not to invest into crypto and he did, and he lost everything. Bah ha 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 ha. Wah wah. These people are just, this is a clown world we're living in, clearly. And the enemies of Bitcoin will continue to show themselves. Wow, Ike, $50, super, much love. I appreciate that. When moon is a good question. I think we're going to continue to moon. The fourth quarter thus far has been beyond lit. I think beyond our expectations. Again, 2024 is going to be one of the most bullish catalysts ever in the history of Bitcoin. Spot ETF approval, roughly 40 days out. That's around the corner. Oh, I'm sorry, 30 days out now because they said the window is between January 5th and the 10th. It's already December 7th. So only 30 days away from that approval, they give a 90% probability. That will make us moon. You bet your bottom dollar. Also, Bitcoin having four months out, April 2024, back-to-back -back major catalysts within four months, three months apart. You already know that's when we're going to moon. When are we going to see the cycle peak? 2025. I think we could potentially see the super cycle for this cycle. Double top, 2024, six figures, easy peasy. 2025, multiple six figures. But what are your thoughts, fam? And thanks again. Let's go. But anyways, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss a short-term target of $60,000 in play for the king, cryptocurrency. Let's freaking go. The trader who accurately called the crypto market crash back in 2021 says the Bitcoin may be setting the stage for a relatively small parabolic move. Here's Dave DeWave. He shares that the king crypto can surge if it crosses the key level of 50000 And we're pretty close to that. What'd we get? We're roughly 5,000 away from the current top. Now, break the upward channel and Bitcoin goes parabolic, one of my favorite words. Otherwise, business as usual. Now, the trader's upper and lower bounds of the channel, which he outlines here on this chart, are based on his version of the LGC, which is the logarithmic growth curve, which attempts to forecast the Bitcoin macro highs and lows while filtering out the medium-term volatility and noise. He also says Bitcoin's LGC monthly moving average convergence divergence, known as the MACD, a long-term momentum indicator, is currently flashing bullish, similar to the way it did before the parabolic breakout back in 2019. So right now, we have so many many bullish indicators. It's not even funny. Quoting him here alongside the chart, another Bitcoin mini parabolic run shaping up. Send it. Let's go. What do you guys think? Looking at the chart, the trader seems to suggest the mini parabolic move can bring Bitcoin price beyond the $60,000 level. Do you think we're likely to break 60 Gs by the time of the halving? We have Adam back. He's predicting. In fact, he actually put a bet that Bitcoin will breach 100,000 per coin by March 31st. 
2024. Let me know your thoughts, fam. Uh, this analyst, Dave the Wave, says it appears that Bitcoin may complete a bullish inverse head and shoulder pattern, taking it beyond 50 Gs, baby. Quitting him here also works in with the cycle. He previously said the Bitcoin market structure is setting the king crypto up to soar above 200,000 per coin by December of 2025. What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know if you agree or disagree. And what do you feel we can likely hit that $60,000 target? Do you think that could potentially play out here still in December? Do you think January, February, March? Holla at your boy. Let's dive into our next story of the day. We discussed the 60,000 short-term target. Well, let's dive deeper into the 200,000 price target. Uh, which is a new story, according to Apollo Crypto. Apollo Crypto is a renowned name in the field of crypto analysis. They recently released a comprehensive report predicting a significant surge in the Bitcoin price action, potentially reaching as high as $200,000 per coin this current cycle. Now, the author, Henrik Anderson, the report delves into various factors which can contribute to the remarkable growth. A pivotal aspect of the report is the anticipated approval of the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States. We got Eric Balchunas, the senior Bloomberg ETF analyst, who is quoted saying, there is a 90% chance of an approval by January 10th of 2024. And again, that is now, what, one month out, right around the corner. So let's get it. This development is seen as a significant driver for the Bitcoin price to increase. The report elaborates on the interest from prominent asset managers in the Bitcoin spot ETFs, asserting, here you go, in our view, it is likely the SEC won't give preferential treatment to any single ETF issuer. Therefore, several of them are likely to get the approval at the same time. And right now there's 13 applications on the desk of Mr. Gary Gensler awaiting approval for spot ETF. Could you imagine 13 of them getting the green light at the same time? It's gonna be game game theory in full effect. Now, a key element in Apollo's crypto analysis is the potential new money inflow into the Bitcoin ETFs. The report estimates that this, by considering the total size of the U.S. hodlings of equities, which is 64.7 trillion. Wow. That's pretty wild. That's an insane number. Hard to even comprehend $65 trillion. It assumes that 10% of these investors would allocate 1% to Bitcoin ETFs. Now, 1% would be a massive amount, leading to an estimated inflow of $65 billion, baby. This number is cross-referenced with the total US ETF market size, which is currently sitting at $6.5 trillion, where Bitcoin ETFs are expected to capture 1%, aligning with the $65 billion inflow estimate. Now, clearly, if they were to do two, three, four percent, then you got to quadruple these numbers. And I also got to throw something out here very significant real quick before I forget. You have the largest asset manager in the world, which is BlackRock. They control roughly 10 trillion in assets under management. Their CEO is Larry, aka Lawrence Fink. Now, they released last year in 2022, I've covered it on the show numerous times. They had a study and their preferred recommended Bitcoin allocation strategy to the ETF and just in, in Bitcoin in general is 85%, 84.9 to be exact. So that's their recommended allocation for a portfolio. What if they actually listened to their own advice and eventually allocated that much you already know it would be game over. Now we're talking like Michael Saylor, $100 million Bitcoin type price predictions, but I just wanted to share that with you. That's how bullish BlackRock 
truly is. Now, the concept of the Bitcoin multiplier, we have to remember as well, is also central to the report's analysis, referring to the effect of each dollar's inflow on Bitcoin's market cap. The report cites that the next Bitcoin halving in April of 2024, which will reduce the new supply of Bitcoin as a factor that could increase the multiplier effect. And referring to a Bank of America report titled Bitcoin's Dirty Little Secrets, Apollo Crypto notes, for example, we estimate that a net inflow of just $93 million would result in a price appreciation of 1%. That's due to the multiplier. So from this, they deduced the 114x multiplier effect as an upper bound that may apply to a more conservative estimate of 50x for their scenario. Now, could you imagine a 50x rise in whether it's the market cap or the price action? You already know. With Bitcoin sitting at roughly a trillion market cap, 50x, we're talking 50 trillion. Let's get it. And combining the inflow estimate with the multiplier effect, the report concludes the Bitcoin can reach $200,000 per coin in this particular cycle. Quitting them again, putting it all together leads us to believe that we can see 65 billion in inflow to the Bitcoin ETFs in the coming cycle, applying a 50x multiplier effect leads to an increased market cap of three and a quarter trillion dollars, let's go, in which case we would see Bitcoin trading at $200,000 per coin. We realize this is a bold estimate with a lot of uncertainty. Now let's discuss the flow on effect into Ethereum. The report doesn't stop at Bitcoin. It also analyzes the performance relationship between Bitcoin and ETH during the last bull market using a specified period from September of 2020 to November 2021. During the phase, the report notes Bitcoin increased 4.8x while Ethereum increased 9.8x. Ethereum increased twice as much as Bitcoin during this time. The historical data is crucial as it indicates that Ethereum tends to have a higher beta or sensitivity to Bitcoin's market movements. And building on the relationship, the report projects that if the Bitcoin price were to quintuple, uh, quintuple uh, as suggested in their forecast from 40,000 to 200,000, then based on the past market behavior, Ethereum could potentially experience a parallel and a more pronounced surge. The report estimates if the relationship holds for the coming cycle and Bitcoin increases 5x, then Ethereum would reach $22,000 per ETH. So there you have it. What are your thoughts on this analyst reporting? Uh, I shouldn't say analyst, but this analyst analytic firm, Apollo Crypto, the Bitcoin will likely breach 200,000 per coin this cycle and Ethereum breaching 22,000 per coin. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. We're going to dive into our breaking story of the day. Major wealthy nation states looking to start dealing in Bitcoin, including Russia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Iran, Qatar. We're talking about a potential half a trillion dollar purchase into Bitcoin, which can send the Bitcoin price rocketing with a Kaiser candle of $100,000 in a single day. According to the high priest himself, Max Kaiser, thank you, Roya, for the $139 super chat. You're too kind. And thanks again to everyone who gifted memberships on the channel today. Over 30 of you were blessed and gifted with a free membership to the channel because our community is the absolute greatest. And with that being shared, let's kick into this breaking news. Max just shared this 
morning, timestamp, uh, 10.32 a.m. December 7th, which is today, he wrote, Russia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Iran will start doing deals in Bitcoin. Qatar knows this and is pulling the trigger on a huge Bitcoin buy for their sovereign wealth fund. That's right. And I've been breaking this story for you over the past few days, as Max revealed on X just the other day. He wrote some very interesting stuff. I'm going to read this to you. Update to add clarity. My source said Bitcoin makes our one half trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert it all into Bitcoin. This is we're talking about the nation of Qatar. Let's read the original post back from December 3rd. The God candle, which we're now referring to as the Kaiser candle, because Kaiser candle is 100,000 because we already have God candle referenced as a 10,000 candle. So now we're calling it the Kaiser candle. But nonetheless, quoting Max, the God candle, a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin is in play. It will shift the global access of wealth and power in one tick. Send it and let's get it. He also wrote, I have one word for you. $100,000 Bitcoin God candle fans. Qatar. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund rumored to be looking to buy a half a trillion dollars, which is $500 billion worth of BTC. That's a pretty massive number, I understand, because the entire Bitcoin market cap is probably between 800 and 900 billion at this current time. And if we add that multiplier effect we touched upon previously, this would send the price action absolutely parabolic. And yes, Qatar did meet up with the president of El Salvador, Nayib Bokele. Here's some pictures of the president of Qatar and the president of El Salvador. So this isn't just hype. And for Max to share this information, there has to be some truth to it because Max wouldn't just make stuff up. Max is the high priest for a reason. Let's check out his track record. Max says, I started on Wall Street 1983, the same year JV was born and the same year as Return of the Jedi, just saying. He also says, I started and sold a dot-com, which was HSX, in 1996, I started buying Bitcoin in 2011 at $1, making his investment in Bitcoin from 2011 up 20 million percent. So for every dollar he invested into Bitcoin, he turned it into 20 million. So you do the math. He's probably a multi-billionaire, if I was to guess. Now, he also says, we moved to El Salvador in 2021 to join the economic freedom renaissance of President Nayib Bukele and build the Bitcoin country. People who bet against me tend to lose big. And a great example of that is Peter Schiff, who is probably throwing up right now at the fact he missed those 20 million percent gains because Max has been trying to orange pill Mr. Peter Schiff for a very, very long time. You know what I mean? So this is pretty wild. He also recently tweeted this morning, the path narrows. Bitcoin is not for everyone, it is a filter that separates the wheat from the chaff. Those who are incapable of seeing the truth will not make it into the ark. And that's right. Bitcoin, my friend, is the ark. And fiat is going to leave you drowning. So how do you unplug from the matrix? You do that with the escape valve or the escape hatch, right? And that is with BTC. Now let's discuss his short-term prediction of Bitcoin hitting $375,000. 
dollars per coin, shall we? Now, yeah, Max is up over 20 million percent on his investment. So this is the man I like to listen to. Earlier in the week, uh, Bitcoin registered a strong price rally, now topping 44,500, which is the new maybe 18 to 20 month high, with the Bitcoin price already up now 170 percent since the beginning of the year. Analysts continue to share more bullish views. Max Kaiser, as we know of as the high priest of Bitcoin and the advisor of El Salvador's president, Nayib Bokele, has given a mega bullish prediction for the king crypto. He noted that the price of Bitcoin has been trailing behind the increase in the hash rate. And concurrently, he suggests that the targeting and takedown of competitors Binance CEO, Changping Zhao, was orchestrated by the major Wall Street players. I agree with that sentiment 100%. Let me know if you agree. Kaiser believes that the current surge in price is aligning with the implied hash adjusted price of $375,000 per BTC. The anticipation expressed by Bitcoin enthusiast Max Kaiser aligns with the sentiment of Galaxy Digital CEO, who envisions Bitcoin reaching the previous all-time high of 69000 upon the ETF approval. We're talking about Mike Novogratz. He further anticipates a substantial influx of billions of dollars into the ETF industry within the initial year, year of the Bitcoin ETF trading. Now, Max Kaiser has also hinted at a God candle, which we're again now referring to as the Kaiser candle, influencing a $100,000 surge in the Bitcoin price. Now, hypothetically, if we got that on today's price action, we're talking about $144,000 Bitcoin price. Kaiser suggests that the unfolding of the God candle scenario will be nothing short of shocking for the global audience. Now, in crypto, a God candle typically denotes a candlestick pattern characterized by an unforeseen and substantial price increase akin to achieving 100% rise within a short span of a few weeks. And as you can see, this was the initial tweet. A 100,000 God candle in play, a 100,000 uptick in Bitcoin price. This will literally shock the world. And the Bitcoin singularity is upon us. And here was the initial tweet. Bitcoin price was lagging behind the price and hash rate while competitor CZ and Binance was being targeted and then taken down at the behest of large Wall Street players. The price rise is now catching up to the implied hash adjusted price of $375,000 per Bitcoin. Let's go. Now let's discuss his profits up 20 million percent. Is there any other investor on the planet that can say, hey, my investment's up 20 million percent? I think not. Now, additionally, Kaiser flex the making flex moves, the massive profits that he has been witnessing currently on his Bitcoin stash. Kaiser emphasized that he has maintained a Bitcoin holding since 2011, recognizing the immense latent potential of Bitcoin to revolutionize the entire world. He initiated his Bitcoin purchases three years after the creation of the first block reward and uh, one year following the public disappearance of Bitcoin's creator, Satoshi Nakamoto. Kaiser tweeted that his Bitcoin holdings have seen a remarkable increase of 20 million percent since 2011. And it all started here. Someone was flexing on Max. They're like, yo, why do some Bitcoiners act like spoiled brats about gold price with Mad Max being the worst offended? I am up 50% on my junior gold mining stock in six months. And then Max is like, yo, I'm up 50, or I'm sorry, I'm up 20 million percent since 2011 with my Bitcoin. So seriously, you want to do a 50% flex with your gold fam? Come on now. You already know. Bitcoin is the most heavily appreciated asset in human freaking history. Now, although he has not officially disclosed the specific amount of Bitcoin he possesses, we have heard Alex Jones on the Alex Jones show say, I know, Max, you're sitting on over a million Bitcoin. Can Max have as many Bitcoin as Satoshi? Could Max be Satoshi? What are your guys' thoughts? He adheres to a fundamental security practice in the crypto space by refraining 
refraining from flaunting holdings on social media. That's right, Max lost it all in a boat accident. I know many of you had the same problem, right? Nevertheless, it's evident that, like many early Bitcoin adopters, Kaiser has amassed a significant Bitcoin portfolio and has emerged as an outspoken Bitcoin maximalist over the years. That's right, Max is the most toxic Bitcoin maxi ever. Shout out Robbie P. Epic track, by the way. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.